0: Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the December 9th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by my consulting firm, Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, and my newest sponsor, the Augusta Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Like me, Delta Sigma Theta wants to make sure that you are informed when you complete that ballot. Today, I will take on one of the best kept secrets in Georgia, which is the Georgia Public Service Commission. As always, I invited both candidates. One of them, Republican and incumbent Lauren Bubba McDonald, graciously scheduled an interview to help you better understand the role of the Public Service Commission and his accomplishments since he was elected to the PSC in 1998. But before we get started with Mr. McDonald's interview, I will take a few moments to explain what the PSC is. First, I encourage you to go to their website It is psc.ga.gov. On their homepage, there is a short video. It's less than two minutes, only one minute and 54 seconds. And it explains the role of the office. Their total budget is almost $11 million. The commissioners are considered full time and they are paid at least $116,000 per year. Back in 2018, there was a recommendation to increase that to $138,000, but I am not clear if that passed the general, through the General Assembly. There are a total of five commissioners elected from districts throughout the state. The state's divided into five districts. And interestingly, even if you live in another district, you vote for representatives on the PSC from all of the other districts. So, for instance, Augusta in this area is located in District 4, and Mr. McDonald is our representative there in District 4. But people who live in Districts 1, 2, 3, and 5 will also get a chance to decide who represents our district on the Public Service Commission. The mission of the Georgia Public Service Commission is to exercise its authority and influence to ensure that consumers receive safe, reliable and reasonably priced telecommunications, electric and natural gas services from financially viable and technically competent companies. The Georgia Public Service Commission has exclusive power to decide what are fair and reasonable rates for services under its jurisdiction. It must balance Georgia citizens need for reliable services and reasonable rates with the need for utilities to earn a reasonable return on investment. The commission protects consumers interest while abiding by legal standards in setting rates. All matters scheduled for public hearing are heard by the commissioners or in special cases by an appointed hearing officer in open session. In regulating rates, the commission does not guarantee profits to service providers. It is the company's responsibility to make prudent, sound business decisions to produce earnings When regulated companies bring a rate request before the PSC, it may be taken up first by one of the commission's three standing committees on which the commissioners serve, and those are telecommunications, energy, or administrative affairs. The PSC is also a consumer protection agency. If you have unresolved disputes with your utility company, you can file a complaint with the PSC there on their website. And again, that web address is psc.ga.gov. I must admit that the PSC has one of the most informative websites of any government body I have ever checked. It includes biographies on each commissioner. Sometimes it also includes videos and articles that explain the views of those commissioners. As we indicated, there are five members uh, of the PSC. Uh, they are Chuck Eatonton, who is the chair. He is a Republican out of Atlanta representing District 3. Uh, and he's been on the commission since 2006. There is Tim Eccles. He's also a Republican. He is from Jackson County, which is in Northeast Georgia. He represents District 2 and he's been on the commission since 2010. Our particular representative for District 4 is Mr. Bubba McDonald, and we'll hear from him later on, but he is from Clarksville, Georgia, or Habersham County, which is in far northeast Georgia, and he has served on that commission since 1998. Next, there is Miss Trisha Pride Moore. She has served on the Public Service Commission since 2018. She is a Republican and she is from Marietta, which is a part of Commission District 5 for the PSC. Finally, there is Jason Shaw, a Republican from Lakeland, uh, which is in Lanier County in the Valdosta metro area in far south Georgia. He represents District one and he has served on the PSC since 2019. Also of note is that the terms for the Public Service Commission members are six-year terms, uh, which is relatively unusual. Um, The only other body I can think of off the top of my head with six-year terms is the United States Senate. So. Uh, If you think about uh, this role, it is a very, very serious role. Um, They have lots of responsibility and lots of control over various environmental issues, utility issues, et cetera, that affect your quality of life as well as your pocketbook here in the state of Georgia. Uh, Though you may not have paid very much attention to this body, it has been around since the 1800s to oversee uh, these various functions, telecommunications, utilities, etc. And also the provision of Internet services, as you might imagine, also falls under the auspices of the Georgia Public Service Commission. You may be thinking, well, gosh, back in the 1800s, there uh, were not some of these things uh, such as Internet service. Um, And that's true. So originally, when the Georgia General Assembly established uh, a railroad commission of Georgia, that was back in 1879 and over the years uh, up until 1922, Uh, the legislature changed the name of the Railroad Commission to the Georgia Public Service Commission. So as the technology has evolved, as society has evolved, the Public Service Commission has also evolved from something that handled uh, railroad passenger and freight rates, services and operations, uh, now into utilities and telecommunications. Also of note is that there have been some attempts to change the the structure of the Public Service Commission. And some of those originated with a state representative from here in Augusta, Uh, Representative Quincy Murphy, who of course is uh, now deceased, introduced a bill back in 2011 that would have made some pretty significant changes. Uh, It would have added two additional seats to the five. So instead of being a five person body, it would have been seven. Uh, and they also would have required uh, each district to select its own person as opposed to now where uh, they're essentially at large uh, representatives. Uh, that bill, however, did not pass. And we have retained the same structure uh, that we have right now. Uh, at this time, uh, we will hear from Mr. McDonald. Hello, today I have Lauren Bubba McDonald, he has served on the Georgia Public Service Commission for uh, approximately 17 years and of course running for re-election. I invited him here today so that he can explain a little bit about what the Public Service Commission does and why it's so important and then tell us about some of the things that he's accomplished during the time that he's been on that body. Good morning. How are you doing today?
1: Janice, I'm just doing fine. And thank you for the opportunity to join you on your program. It's my pleasure. The, um, the Georgia Public Service Commission is, as you so described, a very unknown, uh, under, the, under the lily pad part of state government, but probably is one of the most important parts of state government, the effect that it has on the consumers of Georgia. Uh, It started out as the Railroad Commission back in the 1700s. Then the legislature made it uh, a a constitutional body uh, by an act of the legislation changed it to the Georgia Public Service Commission. We have a fiduciary responsibility as commissioners to the investor owned uh, vertically integrated utilities in our state, i.e. Georgia Power Company, Atlanta Gas Light Company, Liberty Gas Company, those are 13 independent telephone companies. And uh, then we also have the uh, consumer side there. Uh, we're the firewall between the, between the utility and the consumer, making sure that uh, the consumer has affordable, clean, and reliable energy, uh, whether it be gas, electricity, or even in the, uh, the regulated side of the telephone industry. Congress deregulated the telephone companies years ago where uh, AT&T is a deregulated uh, telecom company, but we still have 13 independent telephone companies throughout the state of Georgia. Um, one of the things that, uh, that this commissioner uh, has been involved in since on the commission is the fact that, uh, well, a little bit of background. I'm a businessman. I've been in business all my adult life. I was in the hardware and build supply business in Commerce, Georgia for, for 30 years. I had the privilege of serving on the Jackson County Commission uh, at one time. It was my first political venture. Then I served 20 years in the State House of Representatives, where I was chairman of the Appropriations Committee my last eight years in that body. I was appointed to fill an unexpired term by then Governor Zell Miller uh, in 1998. I had just sold my businesses because my son didn't want any part of it. I think I started carrying sheetrock too early in life. He wanted to do something different, so he's in the funeral business. But uh, so so it's been a pleasure serving on the Public Service Commission. And in 2013, I introduced solar energy to Georgia Power Company. Uh, They did not have a single watt of solar power in their integrated resource plan. And to to cut to the chase on it, I put 525 megawatts of solar power in that 20-year plan. Today, we are in the top 10 in the nation in solar development. The neat thing about the Georgia, mark, Georgia place is that it's all market driven. There's no upward pressure on the rate payers and no state subsidies that go into the solar program. So we've come from a little mega 525 megawatts, market driven to the top 10 in the nation in clean, renewable solar energy in Georgia. We also have biomass that uh, is a part of our mix. We still have coal, we have combined cycle natural gas, and of course we have the generation of electricity, which uh, is partnered with electric membership cooperatives, electric cities and Dalton utilities. Uh, They all partners in the two nuclear plants that are uh, underway right now. Those plants, unit three is scheduled to come online in November of 21 and unit four in November of 22. And those units, will provide clean affordable energy for Georgia which is reliable for 80 plus years uh, in the future and so it makes Georgia when we look at Georgia being uh, still again seven years in a row is the best state in the nation to do business then uh, one of the one of the big proponents of that is our energy cost and our energy reliability
0: so certainly you have a history already of involvement with the various things that you believe uh, improve life, quality of life for Georgians and, and improve the uh, business climate. Um, tell me if you're successful in being reelected, um, what else do you have on your agenda to accomplish?
1: Well, Janice, I, uh, number one is to complete those nuclear projects. Uh, that's, that's very utmost on my, on my to-do list or my bucket list. And and one of the reasons that the people of Georgia need this independent voice on the Georgia Public Service Commission is because we'll have over $400 million worth of of prudency reviews to do uh, once those units come online. That's taking some of the cost overruns and the commission will decide whether they should go in the rate base or whether it should be uh, picked up by the investors themselves. That's very important. That's a key fact that's where the experience comes in uh, from being on the commission, uh, being a part of the, of the growth of these projects, going back to unit one in 1979 to where we are today in 2021.
0: All right, and um, if people want to know, if our listeners want to learn more about you, um, do you have a campaign website? Is there any place folks can go to learn a little bit more about your background?
1: McDonald for PSC. Okay. All right. Very Probably good. That is one of the things, one of the things when you, you know, that we're, we're, we're so eaten up with ethics legislation and ethics, who who's done what or what somebody's done. When you've been around as long as I have, and I ran for governor in 1990, unsuccessful, that's when Zell Miller was elected. And uh, the scrutiny on, on Lauren Bubba McDonald has been wide and deep. And, and fortunately for my family, uh, I have never been challenged in that aspect of it. So uh, I, I, I love Georgia. I'm a native Georgian. I, I want to continue my work if the people of Georgia want me to work. But uh, if they don't, don't worry about me. And when you say, well, you've been in state government all this time and you've been on the Public Service Commission 17 years, but uh, you'll retire. Well, if I retire from the Public Service Commission, my retirement is zero, zero, not one penny in my retirement from the Public Service Commission. So don't worry about the, you, you having to fund me for the rest of my, what, what the good Lord wants me to have on this earth.
0: Now you bring up an interesting question. Thanks for that. Is this considered a full-time job with the Public Service Commission?
1: Yes, ma'am, it is. Uh, this is 8.30 on Tuesday morning and I'll have a 9.30 uh, administrative session. I had a, a, a short hearing yesterday at the commission. Uh, uh, our work, we're, we're very much involved in a piece of legislation that was given to us called poll attachments. That's where we're trying to expand broadband to the people of Georgia, the underserved areas. And of course, that's an act of the General Assembly, but we're having to go with the fees that are attached for the poll attachments by uh, 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 a broadband company, whether it's a Comcast or or Georgia Cable Network or telecom company, uh, but that's that's on our platter, and that decision will be made by December the fifteenth.
0: Okay, great. So this is a full time job, but you said you're not eligible for a pension.
1: That is correct.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. And this is a six year term,
1: right? Six year six year term of office. Yes, ma'am. Okay.
0: All righty. Thank you so much for providing that information. As we discussed, um, the Public Service Commission is largely a mystery to many in the state. So one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is A, so folks can get prepared to vote, but also so folks can get a deeper understanding of the commission and the role that it plays. Um, I've got about one minute left. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we close the interview?
1: Janice, the work that we do doesn't say whether you're a Democrat or a Republican or an Independent or a Libertarian. Uh, the rates that go out for energy are the same for everybody. And so we're a protector for all of that. And the only thing that I ask is that consider Bubba McDonald on January the 5th, and I would appreciate your vote. I appreciate the service that, that I'm able to give to the people of Georgia, and I, I'd be honored to continue to do that. Thank you so very much.
0: As you prepare for our election, you have to remember that the official election date is January 5th, 2021. And I have come to think of election day as, in fact, the last day to vote. The first day of advanced voting is Monday, December 14th. If you are someone who needs a ride to the polls, the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition, with generous support from Black Voters Matter, will provide rides to the polls in the following counties. Burke, Clark, Columbia, Emanuel, Glasscock, Green, Hancock, Jefferson, Jenkins, Johnson, Lawrence, Lincoln, McDuffie, Richmond, Tollifer, Warren, Washington, and Wilkes. That is an extensive list of counties, uh, but that represents the service area for the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition. If you need to contact them to schedule a ride, please use this phone number. It is 706-707-9500. They will be providing rides on Election Day as well as throughout the advanced voting period. And if you are on Facebook, please follow the coalition there. Again, their page is the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition. All of the activities of the coalition will be announced there. Uh, in addition, there'll be news information and other things that will ensure that you are ready for the runoff election. Likewise, to learn more about the Augusta Alumni Chapter of Delta, please follow us on Facebook. Our page is Augusta Alumni Chapter DST. This is a way to stay in tune with the activities in our community and the various public service projects that we as a sorority, a public service organization, undertake Please be advised that this is the very last show before advanced voting begins. If you plan to vote in advance, you can go to Augusta's Bell Auditorium starting on Monday, December 14th. I will also encourage you to take advantage of the Richmond County Board of Elections website. There you can get the exact dates, locations and times of operation for all of the advanced voting locations. That downtown location at the Bell um, is going to be open during the first week. Uh, Later on during December, the other locations, uh, which are the typical ones, uh, the Robert Howard Community Center at Diamond Lakes, the Warren Road Community Center in West Augusta, and uh, the Henry Brigham Center off of Dean's Bridge Road, Golden Camp Road, will be uh, also opening later on during that advanced voting period, Uh, but those exact dates, times, and hours are there on the Richmond County Board of Elections website. So you can make sure that you uh, have a plan to vote. We always ask people to get a plan uh, so they know exactly when they uh, will get out there so it doesn't creep up up on them. You don't forget it because you had a plan. Also, if you are not comfortable going to the polls like yours truly, Please request your absentee ballot if you have not already. I requested mine uh, as soon as it was announced that there would be a runoff. It arrived very quickly, Um, but uh, please don't take any chances. If you know you're requesting an absentee ballot, please go ahead and do that today. There are lots of places where you can go to get your absentee ballot. The one that I used is securevotega.com. Uh, That goes directly to the Secretary of State's, uh, Georgia Secretary of State's website. But there are several other sites that you can use. And of course, you can also uh, complete a paper application to get that ballot. Uh, Many organizations have been mailing those paper applications out. Uh, So if you get one, uh, please fill it out and mail it back in. Uh, Before I close today, I want to thank all of you for being such loyal listeners I love the feedback that I get from you. Uh, And I want you to feel free to suggest topics and guests. Uh, We know that during this election season, um, uh, this will dominate our conversation. Uh, It's dominating the conversation, not just on the national level, but on the local level as well. Uh, But please uh, let me know uh, what it is that you want to hear about here on Local Matters. When I go out on speaking engagements, I like to uh, make sure that my presentation is beneficial to my audiences and that the content is relevant to you. Uh, Likewise, for local matters, it's important to the extent that we discuss topics you want and need to learn more about. So please keep that in mind. And I love uh, hearing from you about uh, what it is that you would like to know. Also, for past episodes, there are several places you can go to see those. Uh, The first is my website that is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Again, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com. You can learn more about my services there. I have a services tab. I have a bio tab. Uh, And I have a local matters tab. Uh, I started this program back on March 4th. So every single show that I've done is listed there. If you ever want to go back and, and take a look at those, If you also want to share the episodes, it is probably easiest to do that from SoundCloud. Uh, It's local matters podcast once you get on soundcloud.com and you can email those. um, You can uh, text those to folks uh, just to make sure that that information is available. As I always say, I've done this show to make sure that, uh, Anyone who wants more information about the functions of state and local government, about civic engagement, about voting, about community affairs, we want any of you to be able to go there. And I love it when you share it because I want more and more people to become aware of the show. Another hot topic in our community right now that is directly related to local government issues is the proposed split of the Augusta Judicial Circuit per the request of Columbia County. Uh, I understand uh, that topic has significant ramifications for all of us. Uh, And that is a topic that I definitely want to discuss in upcoming shows. Uh, I would like to have uh, someone come in and explain the process to us. So we understand uh, basically what this means, who decides uh, what the time frame would be for such a decision. If that is to be forthcoming, Um, I don't have a set date to do that, but please be on the lookout for that. Um, That is one of the exact reasons that I established this show, because many times there are things that happen. And we don't understand how they happened or why they happened or what the process is behind those things. Uh, So I really want to address that issue. I won't promise it to you next week, but hopefully sometime soon uh, as we, uh, again, try to increase your understanding of local and state government. Um, This is one of those things where the local uh, entity in Columbia County, their Columbia County Commission passed a resolution, but the state has to study the issue first. Uh, So we want to learn more about the process to study that, uh, what that entails, who's involved, whether there's any public input opportunities for public input into the process also, of course, want to look at the financial consequences of such a decision. Uh, So we really want to help you get your arms around that issue so that you have a good idea of what you believe is in your best interest. Finally, uh, on Monday, December 14th, uh, a group of organizations uh, to include the League of Women Voters of the CSRA, Vote Equality U.S., Transformative Justice Coalition, Rainbow Push, the National Action Network, Georgia Shift, the Georgia Coalition for the People's Agenda, the New Georgia Project, Greater Augusta's Interfaith Coalition, uh, the National Panhellenic Council, Vines Village, Black Voters Matter, the CSRA Women Veterans Organization, and the Transport Workers Union of America will sponsor a John Lewis Good Trouble March and voter cade to the ballot box in Richmond County. Uh, we will be uh, at the... James Brown Arena Plaza around 12 o'clock. Uh, there'll be a fish fry there, uh, uh, enough to feed 300, uh, and there'll also be speakers that day. So if you have the chance to participate, you can go to the John Lewis Good Trouble March and Vodicate. there's a Facebook page set up for that. Or you could just uh, show up there on the plaza, enjoy some fish and some speakers, and make sure you cast that ballot. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600
1: AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net because local matters.